Episode 10, Meanwhile in Canada. Canada's digital frontiers have faced breaches, disruptions, and espionage from Russia and China-linked threat actors within the past year. On this episode, I'll discuss five incidents since December 2022 and explore the geopolitical tensions, the lessons learned, and the preventive measures that tie all these incidents together. So in December 2022, Amnesty International of Canada faced a cyber intrusion which was linked to China, and that was more than just an attack. It was an espionage operation. Such attacks on human rights organizations show that cyber warfare is not just about stealing data, but also about stifling and silencing voices. So the lesson here is that given their often controversial stance, human rights organizations need to prioritize cybersecurity. As cyber espionage grows, so should our tools and mechanisms to guard against them. So for the second incident that happened in April 2023, a DDoS attack, a distributed denial of service attack, shut down the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's website, his official website. So the most likely reason was retaliation for Canada's meeting with Ukrainian Prime Minister Denis Shmihal. This breach reminds us of the role that cybersecurity plays in international diplomacy. So what's the lesson here? To diversify server resources, to have effective DDoS protections in place, and to always be ready for potential cyber retaliation when making geopolitical moves. So the next one happened in May 2023. WeChat became a platform for a disinformation campaign, and the target was Michael Chong, a Canadian politician who also happens to have family relatives in Hong Kong. This campaign amplified misleading narratives about Chong's race and political views simply because of his vocal criticism of China's human rights policies and his actions, such as the motion declaring the Uyghur situation a genocide. So the lesson here is that digital literacy and fact-checking are essential tools against misinformation campaigns. Platforms like WeChat need to be held accountable for ensuring that this information does not spread. So the next one happened just last month, August 2023. The Canadian Federal Scientific Research Agency faced a cybersecurity breach tied to a highly sophisticated China-linked threat actor. For context, the Canada-China relationship has been marred in trust issues, especially after the arrest of a Chinese telecommunications executive in Canada, followed by retaliatory measures. So what's the lesson here? Vigilance is necessary against state-sponsored cyber attacks. Stronger firewalls, continuous monitoring, and better international cyber laws could be the way forward. And the last one to talk about happened also in August 2023. Russian hackers struck again, this time targeting the Alberta Dental Service Corporation, ADSC. Approximately 1.5 million Albertans' data was at risk, the ransom was paid in cryptocurrency and the actual amount was kept confidential. So what's the lesson here? Ransomware attacks highlight the need for regular data backups and strong cybersecurity infrastructure. Paying the ransom may not always be the best course of action and an effective deterrent against future attacks is that we all take collective action against ransomware payment. So to wrap up, we can observe some intertwined geopolitical tensions from this series of cyber attacks that happened in Canada within the past year. 
they are not just random hacks and attacks, but deliberate moves on a giant global chessboard. Espionage, retaliation, and power plays manifest themselves in ones and zeros, disrupting services and putting data and privacy at risk. As nations, organizations, and individuals, it is imperative to recognize, defend, and retaliate against these digital threats. The cyber frontier is the new battlefield, and we need to be prepared.